Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Chanel, uh, I want to say she is the only student in this class that gets an A for the day because she's the only student that tried to get my notes that I know about anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, I tried to get them, Gary. Oh, I was did having you? an awful time. I wanted to download them and I was having an awful Well, you can't. <laughs> I don't think you can download them. You can play them, but I don't think you can download them. I don't you know can. that for sure. You can. Can, can you? Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they are available. And Carla, I have your email from NAABT, so I'll send them to you. Oh, okay, I appreciate that. That would be That's easier. Yeah, uh, I can send them. And Cindy, uh, evidently Chanel sent a letter to Cindy asking her to give my information, and she did. And so I was able to send it to her. So that's Yeah, good. I just asked um, Cindy to, to give you my information. That way you could contact me if you felt <laughs> yeah, like it. And, so. and, I, and, and I appreciate it. And uh, the notes are kind of helpful. They just give you a good way to review. Um, what we're going to do today, we're going to review a little bit. We got a lot to review because last week we talked about animals. We talked about cases uh, and we talked about uh, some medical Latin. So we got a lot to review and we're going to do some of it kind of uh, like a little, not a game exactly, but a little bit like a game. And then I want to spend a little bit more time today on mythology because I want to talk about oracles because we're going to talk about Apollo. And he, he, of course, had the most well-known oracle in the ancient world and maybe you don't even know what an oracle is so if you don't you're in for a an interesting time we're going to hear some interesting stories today but anyway let's uh let's talk about medical latin uh our friend andrea who i don't know if she's here today or not but she asked what prn meant last week and what does prn mean as needed as needed pro renata and that means literally about the thing, for the thing born, that is something that happens as needed is what it really means. What does SOS mean? Not the kind that you normally hear of, but the kind you have in medicine. SOS. If you need it. If you need it. If there is a need. Right. Good What's job. What's the difference? Are they the same? Well, I think the, the, and I don't know what the other one stands for. Maybe it also stands for this. I don't know. It's more of an emergency type thing. Like, you know, like I'm in real trouble. I'm going to, you know, well, I guess that's kind of the same thing, but, uh, and maybe it does come from that. I really don't know what SOS, where they ever got that. But of course it does uh, mean emergency, you know, immediately help me in some way or whatever. What about if you want, if you see a, a, your doctor wants to say, take this before eating. What would he put? That'd be AC. AC. Uh, what about after eating? Uh, PC. Yep. Yep. What about uh, with a meal? Like they, he wants you to have a meal. CC. Yep. CCS. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. CC. Kum kibbo. Right. What about at the hour of bedtime? Uh, yep, you got it. Somebody had it in their notes. Hora somni at bedtime. Yep, that's right. And then you have BID and TID. BID is twice a day. TID is three times a day. Very good. Uh, and RX. RX. Sure. 
It's a prescription. Yep. RX means take. Rekipe. Oh. It's, a, it's a funny, somebody made a mistake somewhere and it should say Rekipe, R-E-C-I-P-E, but instead they used RX and I don't know why. Uh, all right. How about um, AQ? AQ. Is that with water? Yep. Water. With water. What about um, known rep? Known rep. Only one. No repeat? No, no yeah. repeat. Don't, don't repeat. Okay. And what about uh, what about CAP? Let him take. It's in yep. your notes. Yep. And GTT. GTT. All right. So now y'all can read your prescriptions. If you can read them at all, now you have a chance of knowing, them, right? Yeah, right. Um, what, was, what was GTT? Drops. Drops. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, now we have some basic sentences or some little phrases, rather, that uh, some, some Latin phrases. And the first one I want to talk about is our friend Juvenal, who was a satirist. Remember, mains sana incorpore sano. What does that mean? Sound mind, um, you know, um, men's in a, a sound body. Right. A sound mind and a sound, sound body or healthy and mind and a healthy body. Good motto for a gymnasium or something. Or, you know. <laughs> okay. What about Descartes? Not Descartes, as some of you might think. Descartes. <laughs> His famous sentence that proved his existence. What was that? In English, it's, I think, therefore I am. You're right. Ergo. Cogito ergo sum. Cogito ergo sum. I think, therefore I am. And what's that famous sentence that uh, John Wilkes Booth supposedly said, and so did Julius Caesar's assassin? Semper Tyrannis. Almost, except the only word you left out was thus. Seek Semper Tyrannis. Seek Semper Tyrannis. Thus may it always be for tyrants or to tyrants. And then um, we also had uh, in vitro or in vitro in English, in glass, when you have a child uh, who is, uh, what's the word, uh, kept for nine months or who is fertilized in a tube that is called in vitro they do it in a glass in a tube instead of in the mother's womb whatever um what if i wanted to say that melissa is the best host we could ever have how could i say that in language? <laughs> three words three words would say it. She melissa suma asked Nope, she is the, well, yes, that would be a way of saying it, except you'd have to say summa, meaning the best, the highest, but neck plus ultra. <laughs> Melissa is the neck <laughs> plus ultra of hosts. Meaning <laughs> <laughs> cannot go beyond, cannot do better. Now, don't tell Danette and uh, 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 those other hostesses we had. They might not like that. But when they're and this on, is being we'll recorded. Say, we'll say they're the neck plus ultra when they're on, right? Whoever's hosting at the time is the neck plus ultra. All right. You. How about Is that another really self? How you pronounce it? Neck plus ultra. Neck plus ultra. Okay. All right. How do we say? Um, how do we say another self that is a very best friend of mine? 
alter ego. Alter ego. ego. In Latin, it would be alter Alter ego, but in English, we would say alter ego. My kids used to get a terrible kick out of ego. They'd always say, ego, my lego, that commercial (laughs) used to be on. Uh, But in Latin, it was ego. In English, it's ego. And of course, ego, that's also where you get the ego, the superego, and the id that Freud uh, came up with and so forth. And it means I, really means I. Uh, How would you say, without which, not? Without which, Sine qua non. Sine qua non. Yep, sine qua non. All right. Very good. And uh, okay. And I'm not going to give you any new phrases today, uh, but I would, uh, I will have, we we may do some sentences later today. We'll see about that. Um, Let's see if we can count from one to 10. Can anyone count from one to 10? Un, dos, tres, um, cuatro. You sound very Spanish. You're, you're doing really well in Spanish. Car, Carla would give you an A. Almost. It's very similar to Spanish, isn't it? U, not uno, but unus. It's actually the opposite of Spanish. Spanish says uno, dos, right? Uno, dos. Latin says unus, duo. Unus, duo. So unus, duo, tres. Unus, duo, tres. Okay, what's four? Quator. Quatuor, quatuor, five, quinque, quinque, six, 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 seven, septem, uh huh, eight, octo, octo, nine, noem, noem, decem, decem. If I were to tell you, I'm sorry. I had a question. I've always had this question. You know how. In, when you get into the teens, teens sometimes it becomes dekim with an I in Yep. I always confuse that, and I don't know why. Why does it do that? And do you know what? I honestly don't know unless you're exactly right. It does it. I don't know why it does. I don't know why unless. No, I, I don't know why, and I've never seen anyone tell me why. I've never seen a reason given for it. My linguistics professor couldn't even answer that when we were, you know, when we were doing the Latin. No. Well, you know, a lot of this stuff you can say, well, I could tell you an answer if you want to take a linguistics course. Like, you know, like, why is it in, in Latin or in Spanish, poner becomes puse in the preterite? Well, we could probably tell you, but we'd have to give you a linguistics course so you'd understand. It, so yeah, you're right. And then you'd have to kill the person if you said, if you told them the secret, you know. That's right. It just so when, you, when you said plus, what? I would have said plus. plus so wait a minute. When did I say plus? Oh, neck plus. Um, it actually is a short U, I believe. Neck plus. In English, and I guess what we're saying, yes, Ninette, if you pronounce it in Latin, you might say neck plus ultra. But in English, it becomes neck plus ultra a lot of times. A lot of these phrases like ego versus ego, you know, when, when you say them in oh, English. I wasn't thinking about English. They sort of have a more English pronunciation. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um uh, by the way, I got so excited about teaching last week, I didn't even recognize my own wife when she asked the question. That was kind of funny. <laughs> I recognized her today. But. Um, now, let me ask you a couple questions related to numbers. If I were to tell you that my mother is a nonagenarian, what would that mean? She's in her 90s. in her 90s. What's an octogenarian? 80s. 80s. Okay. What's, uh, and 80s. What, is a, what is a quinquagenarian? 
And a 50. 100? 50. 50. No, 50. 50. 50. By the way, that is 50. a good question. The word for 100 is kentum, which is where we get sent we get from sent. and century okay. from and all that kind uh -huh. of stuff. Uh, How do you primary colors. Why do we, what do we mean by uh -oh. primary? Red, blue, and the rainbow. They're the first. Yeah, they're the main colors, the yeah. first colors. Yeah. And your yeah. primary, that's from primus, which is not unus, but primus, uh, meaning first. It would come from that. It sounded um, like somebody was trying to ask you a question. Uh, about do, yes, I'm sorry. Numbers. Go ahead. Somebody uh, have I a question? I was asking how to spell um, 100. C-E-N-T-U-M. -E ah, centum. Okay. Yeah, centum. Yeah, I think I said. Um, 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 what is a duet? Two. Two people. Two people. Two people. Okay. Two people. What's a sextet? Six, six, six people. people. What's a septet? Seven, seven, seven people. people. What's an octave? Seven. Eight. 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 And you get octave too. Eight notes between the two notes, all right? What about an octopus? Eight legs. Eight tentacles. And now that we've talked about kentum, a hundred, what's a centipede? Um, a hundred legs. And I didn't tell you what melee means, but I will now. That's right. A thousand legs. And that's so. where we get millennium. Yep. You're exactly yep. right. Right. That's where, we get, that's where we get millennium. Let me give you guys a few math problems just to see if you uh -oh. can do them. Okay. And you can just uh -oh. yell out the answer. Trace plus quinque. Trace plus quinque. Octo. 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 Very Octo. good. Duo plus unus. Trace. 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 I was stuck, Carla. I was thinking quattro, and I thought that's Spanish. What's what's four? And I thought of it. Uh, quattro. Sex plus quattro. Decem. Decem. Unus plus septem. Octo. Octo. Now we're gonna do something a little different. Sex minus quattro. Minus. What does minus mean? Minus. Sex minus quattro. What is it? Duo. Duo, Duo. Duo is correct. Duo. Decim Duo, yeah. minus sex. Quator. Quator. Good. Octo minus trace. Sink. Quinque. 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 Sorry. That's all right. I'll, How do you spell I, I, that? Quinque. Q-U-I-N-Q-U-E. And minus is just like our minus. M-I-N-U-S. Yes, that's what I thought. Quinque. Exactly. Okay. Sex minus quator. Duo. 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 No whim minus octo. Unus. Decem minus septem. Tres. Tres. Decem minus octo. Duo. 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 Duo.
duo. Dectum minus octo. No. Dectum minus octo. 10 minus oh, 8. Dectum. Yeah, I dec thought you said septum. No, dectum. Dectum minus octo. I hope I didn't say septum. Um, yeah, I thought you did say that too. Did I? I'm yeah. sorry. Maybe I, who knows what I might have done. I could have done. <laughs> I could have. I apologize if I did. Now, animals. Let's just review our animals. What's the word for animal? Animal. 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 Spelled just like you would expect. Uh, what's the, uh, what's a bird? How would I say a bird? Always. 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 How would I say, how would I say a dog? How would I say a bee? Opus. How would I say a crab? Concare. And that's where we get cancer from, in case you didn't know. That's also where they get the sign of the zodiac cancer. Now, the word for horse, we have two words, but the main word we're going to use is from Roman times. What did the Romans call a horse? Equus. An equus. Now, the in the Middle Ages, they changed it to Kabbalis. Kabbalis. And that's where you get caballo and cheval and all that stuff. And that's a vulgar Latin, isn't it? Like the Vulgate. Yes. Yes. Well, it's middle. It's medieval Latin. And medieval Latin is kind of, I guess in some ways you could say bad Latin in the sense that it's not not bad in the sense of, you know, dirty but in the sense of not correct sometimes like the latin of the people i know when we yeah. were learning there was the classical yeah. latin and that would be your right. equus and then right. the vulgate yeah your... the vulgate because the, the and the vulgate latin of the people that was the latin that that was the bible version that was written for the people translated into latin into latin from greek by jerome jerome was an yeah, interesting because... character by the way he used to have bad dreams that God was saying to him, Jerome, you are a Ciceronian. He'd say, no, 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 I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. And God said, nope, you're a Ciceronian. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly he had, he had uh, dreams about that. But he's an interesting guy, Jerome is. What's a Ciceronian? A guy who loves and writes and has the style of Cicero. So there's nothing wrong with being a Ciceronian, but I guess he was afraid that he you know, maybe in his subconscious, he thought, I like Cicero too much, or I'm concentrating too much on that, uh, that kind of thing. And he did write very good Latin, very much like Cicero wrote. So, um, all right, what's the word for cat? Phelis. And also, uh, we have another vulgar word for cat, that's kata in the Middle Ages. Uh, kata um, huh. was used. Oh, um, okay. Uh, what's the word for mouse? Moose. 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 Good. Moose. What's the word for wolf? Lupus. 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 What's the word for fish? Piscis. Piscis. Now that's spelled. That's spelled P-I-S-C-I-S. Piscis. Okay. Oh, okay. What's the word for sheep? Ovis. Yeah, Ovis. O V I S. What's the word for serpent? Serpent. Yep, serpents. Very easy. Serpents. Oh. Serpents. What's the word for pig? Por porcus. 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 
It would be poor. Oh, okay. It would be porkum if you use as a direct object. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, what's the word for cow? Bovine. No. Bovis. No. no. Uh, actually, yes, yes. Bovis can mean oxen, bull, or even cow, but usually, usually uh, bull or oxen. But what's cow? Vaca. Waka, V-A-C-C-A, Waka. And what's the word for bull? Taurus. 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 T-A-U-R-U-S. Taurus. And the last one, what's the word for fox? Wolpace. Wolpace. Fox. Wolpace. All right, now, last week we talked about cases. And in case anyone missed last week, I want to go over this a little bit. Can someone uh, kind of explain to me what is a, what do I mean when I talk about cases? A case is where the noun subject is the sentence, object. like the nominative case is when it's the subject, and the accusative case is when it's the direct object, for example, and you have the dative case, and you have... You have several Latin cases, right? The nominative and accusative, right? And in English, we have cases only in pronouns. In pronouns, we have the nominative pronouns I, we, you, she, he, it, they, but we have the objective pronouns we, us, I'm, I'm not we, uh, us, me, her, uh, his, her, him. And so we change which word we use depending on how it's used in the sentence. And that's what Latin does for every word. Every word in Latin has to change endings depending on how it's used in the sentence. And so last week we talked about how to make the objective case, which in Latin is called the accusative case. How to make the accusative case, the objective case of all these animals. If these animals are the direct object, we've got to change them. So how do I do it with a noun that ends in A like waka? Put an M at an M. So I say Wacom. So I would say Wacom Ambo. I love that cow. Wacom Noon Ambo. I don't love that cow because I don't want to milk her. Wacom Edo. I eat that cow. Wacom Wideo. I see that cow. Okay. How would I say? What makes it that as opposed to What makes it what? That as opposed to the. Oh, okay. I was, I, and really, I shouldn't have said that because illum. I'd have to put the word illum if I said that. Cal, the, the there is no word in Latin for a, an, or the. So when you say wacom amo, it can mean I love a cow, I love cow, I love the cow. So it could mean all three of those things. That's a good point, nine. All right. What about uh, how would I how would I make the accusative of a word ending in us? Like porcus. Porcum. Yep. Take the S off and add an M. Porcum. So I'd say, porcum edo, I eat pork. Porcum pasco, I feed the pig. Uh, by the way, that could mean the pig. And, the, and let's let's say I, I love the pig, not pork. Could mean pork, but could also mean pig. Porcum amo, I love the pig. Porcum wideo, I see the pig. All right. Now, what about um, B? A word ending in I-S. Opis, for example. What do we do with that? Okay, no. All we do is is uh, take off the I-S and add an E-M. So we say op-M. Op-M. 
I'm afraid of the bee. Okay. Awis is the same way. Awim. Awim wideo. I see the bird. Awim audio. I hear the bird. Okay. Concare. Now, concare ends in er, and that this particular word, it does like porkum. So you say concrum. Concrum edo. I'm eating a crab. If you're from Maryland, you might eat a crab. Conus <laughs> and phalus. Conus and phalus. Uh, both work the same way. You simply take the is off and add em. Conem. Conem amo. I love my dog. Phalem amo. I love my cat. And the word my is understood. Conem. I see the dog. All right. Um, lupus, do like you did with porcus. Take off the U.S. and add U.M. Lupum. And the same thing. Um, now, moose is irregular a little bit. Moose, drop the U.S. And anyone remember? Murem. Murem. Yeah, moose, murem. So, murem, mater, murem, timet. My mother's afraid of the mouse. Mater, murem, timet. Mater murim carpet. My mother catches a mouse in a trap. Phalus, uh, phalus murim edit. The cat eats the mouse. Cat eats the mouse. Right. Owis, meaning sheep, you just do OM. Piscus, you just do piscem. Um, let's see uh, what's left here. Serpanes is a little bit irregular. What do you do with serpanes? Serpentem. Serpentem. Serpentem walde timeo. I'm really afraid of, of the snake. Serpentem walde. Walde means very much. Serpentem walde timeo. Serpentem walde odi. I, I hate a snake. Okay. Mm -hmm. Although they do kill insects, so they're good for that. Taurus. Taurus changes to taurum. Waka taurum amat. The cow loves the bull, or whatever. And wool paste comes wolpem. Lupus wolpem teret. The wolf scares the fox or whatever. Now, we had some verbs last week, and I've been using them during this conversation we just had. We had some verbs last week. We had amo. What is amo? I love I love What is amat? He loves. Remember when it's o, it's i, and when it's he, when it's t, it's he, she, or it. So, edo means I eat. I eat. Edit I means. Edit. I have he. Yep. And if you wanted to be a short, use a short form, you could say aced, long E-S-T. Aced, he eats. Um, all right. What about uh, Timeo? Afraid. I'm, I'm afraid. afraid. I fear. I fear. I fear. Timet. He, she, it fears. fears. He fears. That's where we get timid. Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. Habit. Right. Um, he has. He has. And habeo. I have. I have. I have. Mordeo. I bite. Yep. Mordet. She bites. Right. And, and Carla, in French, the Sp the French word's mordre. Yeah. What's the Spanish word for bite? Do you, do you know? I don't remember it. I bet it's mordere or something like that. It's mordere. Yeah. Well, Over here, we would say mordere. We'd say what? Morder, morder. Oh, okay. M O R D U E. M O R D E R, or that means to bite. To bite. To bite. Yeah, that's the infinitive. Yeah, to bite. Yes, right. Yes. 
Known. Known means not. 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 And est, est means est it is. is. All right. Now, I had some practice sentences in my notes that I was going to ask you all to do for homework, but most of you don't have the notes. But let's just do them right now in class if we can. How would I say the fox does not fear the wolf? The fox does not fear the wolf. Wolf is known. Known. Timet. Lupum. Lupum. Wolpes known Timet Lupum. But now, let's, let's make it even harder. Oh, no. Most of the time in Latin. Most of the time in Latin. Not always. Not always by any means, but very often the verb comes at the end of the sentence. So if you really oh. want to write it in good Latin style, you would say, Wolpes lupum non timet. Wolpes lupum non timet. Now that seems weird to us, doesn't it? Yeah. But do you yeah. know something? Believe it or not, there are more languages in the world that put the verbs at the end of the sentence then don't. More common. Yeah, that's the more common way problem. to do it. Now, um, one thing it does by putting the verb at the end, it leaves you in suspense. It builds up suspense. Like you see a sentence like this. And what the reader thinks is, the fox, the wolf, does not something. What? Fear. And then you get the end of the sentence. So it gives you a certain sense of of suspense when you do that. And whenever you change the word order, it emphasizes a different word. For example, I could say, I could, I could say, lupum non timet wolpes. And that would mean the same exact thing. But it would emphasize the fox and it would emphasize it because it's, it's, it's out of place and it would be a surprise. Okay. Or I could say, timet non wolpes lupum. And then I'm really emphasizing fears. So as you change these words around, you change the emphasis slightly. Okay. Yeah. And of course, in Latin poetry, that's one of the things that's really neat about poetry. They can paint word pictures uh, by putting nouns in between other nouns. And uh, it's really cool. I will we'll show you that for the end of the course. But uh, uh, it's really kind of cool. You can't do it in English hardly at all. Yeah. Um, all right. How do we say? The cat fears the dog, but the dog loves the cat. That's hard. Let's do the first part. The cat fears the dog. Thales. Conem. Timet. All right. Thales. Conem. Timet. All right. Said. Said means but. Said. Said. What's the rest of it? Said. The dog loves the cat. Okay, Canis Phelim Amat. That's it. Canis Phelim Amat. Amat. All right. A snake bites the crab, and the crab bites the snake. Serpents. Serpents. He bites what? The crab. The crab. Con con room. Crum. More debt. More debt. Okay, yeah. More debt. Serpens concrum more debt. Et. Et means and. 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 <laughs> Can't they want con the rest of it? The crab. Conquer. 
The crab uh, bites the snake. Serpentum. Serpentum. More death. More death. see. Yep, that's exactly right. Very good. Very good. Okay. You guys are doing wonderful with these. Let's do one more. What time is it, uh, uh, Melissa? Do you know? Yes, it is now 1.32 Pacific time. Okay. So that'll be 4.32. Yeah. By the way, Melissa, you have a Latin name, or actually you have a Greek name. Aha. Uh -huh. Do you know what it means? No, I do not. Your name means little honey pot. I'm serious. I'm serious. It's a Latin name. There's a story. There's a story in Latin about. Oh, a I gotta know Melissa. this. <laughs> well, it's this guy goes to visit Melissa, but on his way he meets a werewolf, and when he gets to <laughs> Melissa's house, she tells him that somebody that he had been traveling with came in with a wound, and it turns out the guy was a werewolf, and so. Oh, okay. So, see, there's some good stuff in Latin. You all know. Um, <laughs> the pig does not fear the sheep. Porcus mm. Owem non timet. Yep. No. Porcus, Porcus Owem non timet. Um, oh, yeah. The, uh, and the sheep does not fear the pig. The sheep does not fear the pig. And at OS, Ovis, at no. Ovis, Ovis, Porkum, known Timet. Very good. Very good. All right. I think we've done enough of them for today. We'll do a few Ooh, more of them next week. Tired. But you're getting. Hmm? My mind is tired. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know this is this is a little hard to uh, uh, you know to get this. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. No, I don't fully get it yet, but I well, will. it's it's simply um, it's simply you know it takes time. It takes a lot of thought. Jane Jane can tell you she did Latin at school when I did it, and that has it helped me a bit. You have to sit back and really think this thing. It used to take me an hour to do these Latin sentences, five Latin sentences. And then I would say, I got them all right. I got these all right. I go into class. I'd have half of them wrong. <laughs> but I, I got to the end when I was, you know, when I got used to Latin, I got to where I was getting them all right. But but at the beginning, I, I was messing them up. So Sounds so, like me and my algebra equations. I used to think. Oh, I boy. Oh, <laughs> algebra was never my subject. Oh, gee, that was Algebra was never. Ooh, I, if you could just have learned what x equal, we'd have had it made. But I never could do that. So. <laughs> yeah. That was, Don't that even was the... get me started on algebra. No. Yeah. Like, what are these letters doing in the middle of these numbers? Yeah, hey, let's get it. somebody to offer an algebra class. Oh no! no. Oh, oh, you like algebra when it just deals with the numbers, but when you get into the graphs and stuff, that's where I'm totally lost. Yeah. I want to yeah. find who would teach me calculus. Anybody know anybody would teach me calculus? <laughs> I bet we have but some I... people that would, that could. I mean, I, I couldn't, but I bet there are, are people that could. I don't uh, know what calculus is. I never even took calculus. I took a, up to pre-calculus. Right. Okay, we're going to switch gears here. I'm going to talk about mythology. I'm going to ask okay. you all some questions. Okay. I'm going to ask you all some questions about mythology. Let's see if you know it. Who's the king of the gods? Zeus. Zeus. Jupiter. Zeus Jupiter. Jupiter is also, Jupiter. yes, the same person. Good enough. Zeus or Jupiter. Zeus, the Greek name, Jupiter, the Roman name. Mm -hmm. um, who's the god of goddess? Who's the goddess of married women? 
Hera. 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 And her Latin name is? Juno. 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 Good. Juno. Who's god of the sea? Poseidon. Poseidon. Yep. Neptune. Poseidon Neptune. or Neptune. Or Poseidon. Who is Jove? Jupiter. Yep. That's another, Jupiter. that's another name for Jupiter. Who is Triton? The son of Poseidon? Oh. Yep. Yep. To hear old Triton blow his wreathed horn. There's a famous poem that says that. Now, he blows a horn to calm the sea. He's kind of a merman that glides over the sea oh. to calm it down. They used okay. to say, by Jove. Yes, they, the English, and by Jove, yes, they did. But they, they never said Latin. by Jove. They by Jove, by I did not yet. <laughs> yeah, they, they did say that. They did. But not by Jupiter. No, no. Uh, maybe, uh, Ninette, because, truthfully, Jove is the ablative form of Jupiter. The Jupiter changes when it changes case. Oh. Its accusative form is Yoem, and its ablative form is Yowe, and that's where they got it from. Okay. Oh, my goodness. And what do we mean by accusative form? The accusative form is what you guys were just doing when you were changing conquer to conquerum. It, it means the objective form, the object form. In Latin, we call that the accusative case, whereas we call the subject case the nominative case. So it's the object of the verb. Right. So if, and, I, and who knows why, why the, it has nothing to do really with accusing, but it means it's the object of the verb. And that's why we put a U-M on it. Who is Amphitrite? Oh, good grief. The wife of um, Neptune? You're right. That's exactly right. Who is Pluto's wife? Uh, sir, no. Persephone. What's her Roman name? Persephone. No, Demeter's her mother. Um, Demeter? Proserpina. No, I'm getting confused. Yes, yes, uh, Laurie. I think you got it. Proserpina. Somebody Proserpina. got it. Proserpina. Persephone is the Greek. Proserpina is the Roman. Now, who is uh, Pluto's mother-in-law? Ceres. That's yes. Ceres, Ceres or Demeter. Demeter. And remember, that's where we get the word cereal from because she's the goddess of grain. And that's where we get the word cereal from. Who is oh, Dees? Yeah. Who is Dees? Dees? Hades? No. Yep, yep, yep. It's, a, it, it's the same thing as Hades. It's another name for Hades. How do you spell it? D-I-S. Yeah. Whose Ooh. symbol is the peacock? I'm going to get you guys ready for playtime. You're getting all these mythology questions, right? <laughs> oh, I know. Huh? So this morning on the uh. question today, it said, who was Zeus's father? And yeah, I we got Kronos. that. It was uh, your... Yeah, Cronus. Yep, Cronus yep. yep. or Saturn. Or Cronus or Saturn is the Roman name. Well, Cronus got me the answer right, so... Yeah, yep. well, you were right. Yeah, uh, was cool. so where was that, Jane? Could the question of the day... Yep. Uh, oh, really? On, on the... On the um, a-M-A-Z-O-N. Really? Very good. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you yeah. mean. It's cool. Whose symbol is the peacock? Peacock. The peacock. Not Poseidon. No, Juno. Yes, Kronos is the Greek word for time. Time. You're right about that. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Juno. Juno. Juno, her symbol is the peacock. Uh, whose symbol is the owl and the olive? Athena. Yes. Right? And Athena? Gary, hmm? excuse me, it's Melissa. I just want to let you know it's 40 minutes past the hour. Okay, thank you. Very good. I'm right on schedule. Yes, sir. 
Whose symbol is the and then thunderbolt? And what did you want me to remind you again? I'm sorry, what time? Uh, it's about two minutes of uh, the hour, so I'll have time to just wrap it up. Oh, okay, like very good. Two minutes before the end. Whose okay. symbol is the whose symbol is the thunderbolt? Zeus or Jupiter? Yes. Uh, Zeus. What other god or goddess is allowed to use the thunderbolt? The only other one that's allowed to use it, as well as Zeus. Um, Thor. Well, that's true, but Thor is really not a part of Greek and Roman mythology. It's Norse mythology. So you're right, though. Oh, okay. You're right. Uh, Athena is the only, and it makes Juno mad, but uh, Athena is the only other goddess that's allowed to do it. And Jane, I don't think you'll remember this. You remember who Athena hurled a thunderbolt at and killed? Oh. (laughs) It was in the very beginning of the Aeneid. Oh, Lord. Good grief. Ajax. Remember, he had raped one of her priestesses, and so she, she threw a thunderbolt at him, hit him, and then picked him up in a whirlwind and threw him down on a sharp rock. Oh, gee. Yeah, that was quite a... I, I thought that was a laundry detergent. I know. Well, that's oh, where they... See, there's your brand names coming in. There's oh, your brand yeah. name. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. Never heard of that. All right, I want to talk about Apollo today, and I want to talk about Apollo a lot because we're going to talk about oracles. Apollo is the son of oh, Zeus okay. and another woman that he had an affair with named Leto. She's sometimes also called Latona. And she's born, uh, he was born on the island of Delos. And I should tell you that his, he, he's a twin. He has a twin sister whose name is Selene or whose name is uh, Diana uh, or, uh, uh, um, or, or uh, uh-huh. Artemis. Either called Artemis yeah. or Diana. Artemis, yeah, I was heard called that. And the reason I'm mentioning her, she was born, they were born on Mount Synthus. So uh, Diana is sometimes also called Cynthia. And that's where we get the name Cynthia or our own oh. Cindy, I guess that Ooh. name comes from that. Yeah. So um, Cynthia, isn't that isn't that related to the moon? Also? Yes, because she is the goddess of the moon. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh. yes. Because she is. But I'll talk about her in a minute. Right now, I want to talk about her brother, Phoebus Apollo. God, he's born on Mount, uh, born on Delos, which was a floating island. And once uh, it gave him birth, they allowed it to not be a floating island anymore. It was stationary then. Um, he's probably the most Greek of all the gods in the sense that he's very, very handsome. He's he looks wonderful. And he is artistic along with yes. he can play music and so forth. And he uh-huh. can heal. Um, you girls, if you girls saw him or could see him, you'd say he was a hunk. I mean, he is probably uh. the most <laughs> handsome, you know, the most um, debonair of the gods. And he's probably the most likable in a way of them, too, I would think. Um, he can play the lyre. So he's a musician. He can shoot boat arrows and his arrows can heal or they can cause disease either way or they can kill um he's a healer as i said because his arrows can heal he's the god of light and the sun uh and because of that since light is thought of as good you know he's the god of truth and they say no false word ever falls from his lips Mm -hmm. and so you will never call catch him in a falsehood and related to that is his oracle and this is what i want to talk about today oracles do you know what an oracle is a a prophet or someone you go to for advice 
Yes, someone you go to if you have a question. So in the ancient world, if you girls wanted to know how many children will I have or who am I going to marry or what shall I cook for dinner tomorrow night or something like that, anything you want to know, any question you have, you would go to Delphi, a city in Greece, and you would go to this cave where they had the oracle and you would ask your question, whatever your question was. Um, a, a, a priestess called the Pythia which is feminine for Pythias, which Apollo is called Pythian Apollo because he killed a python. And so this priestess is the feminine form of that called the Pythia. She is his priestess and she would take your question and she would go in the back of the cave and she would sit down on a three-legged stool, which was over top of an opening in the ground. Oh, and gosh. to put it quite in modern parlance, she would get high. Now, we don't know exactly what she got high on. She may have gotten high on vapors that were coming out of the ground where that where that hole where that where she was sitting above this hole in the ground. Or it might have been that she smelled the laurel wood burning on the fire and that may have made her high. Or she may have just gotten excited or ecstatic as someone might today who has a religious experience. But whatever, she, whatever reason for her excitement, she would go into a sort of trance and she would wander all over the cave saying all this mumbo-jumbo type of stuff that nobody could really understand. Well, one person could understand it, and that was the priest. The priest would hear what she said, would write it down in perfect dactylic hexameter verse in good Greek that you could understand and would give it back to you and it would be your answer to your question. And the oh. answers were never wrong. You oh. might misinterpret them, but they were never wrong. And let me give you a couple examples. And the answers, by the way, were always very vague. I mean, they were answers that you could take. You, you never quite knew what they meant. For example. Do you want to say what dactylic hexameter oh, is? Dactylic hexameter is the verse that Homer wrote in, that Virgil wrote in. It's the verse of epic poetry. And so it's a, it's a pretty famous verse. Anyway, um, Pier, a guy named Pyrrhus, who was a mercenary soldier fighting uh, against the Romans, he went to the Delphic Oracle and said, can I beat the Romans? And the Oracle said a famous sentence in Latin. It said, credo te, yakida, Romanos vincere pose, which means, I believe, Pyrrhus, son of Eochus, that you can conquer the Romans. So he took that answer and went back. But guess what? That sentence can also mean, I believe, Pyrrhus, son of Eochus, that the Romans can conquer you. It can uh -oh. mean both things. He thought it meant the first, but it must have meant the second because the Romans beat the snot out of him. <laughs> so the oracle was not wrong. He simply misinterpreted it. Uh -huh. Another example. A guy by the name of Croesus, a very rich king of Lydia, went to the oracle, this is much earlier than Pyrrhus, and said to him, can I, what would happen if I conquer, if I go to fight the Persians, what's going to happen? And the oracle said, a great empire will fall. He figured, I got it, man. The Persian empire is going to fall if I go fight him. He went and fought him and his own empire fell. <laughs> a great empire fell, it just wasn't the right yeah. one. But let me give you an example of how the oracle turned out to be right in spite of everything that was done to keep it from being right. 
And that's the story of Oedipus. Do you all know about oh, Oedipus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's almost, yeah. if you read this play, there's a play by Sophocles called Oedipus Tyrannus or Oedipus Rex or Oedipus the King. And this play is almost like reading a detective story in a way. Because you, oh, yeah. st- you start in the middle of the story and you try to figure out what actually happened. But here's what happened. A young man named Oedipus was the son, so everybody thought, of the king and queen of Corinth. Polybus and Merope, their names were. And Oedipus had no reason to think that he wasn't their child. Except one night they were at a big drinking party and somebody said, well, you're not their kid anyway or something. And so it upset Oedipus. He never heard anything like that so he went and asked his parents am i your son they said you certainly are our son but he didn't quite believe it he thought something was wrong so he went to the delphic oracle to ask them am i their son or not and the delphic oracle did not exactly answer his question but it gave him a blood chilling answer the oracle said you are going to kill your father and marry your mother well he was horrified So he determined never to go back to his home because he did not want to risk killing his father and marrying his mother. So he leaves and he wanders all around and he comes near the city of Thebes. He comes to a place where three roads meet. And all of a sudden, uh, this old guy comes toward him with a with a couple other men and they come toward him and they, they get into a little dispute over who has the right of way. And this old guy hits him with a stick and this kind of makes him mad. So he kills the old guy. Guess Uh-oh. what? It was Guess his what? dad. He just fulfilled the first part of the prophecy. It was his father, but he didn't know it. Okay, so he goes on into the city of Thebes, and the city of Thebes is being uh, ravaged by a monster called the Sphinx. And this monster oh, yeah. would make you tell her the answer to a riddle. And if you wouldn't tell her the answer to the riddle, she would kill you. Well, she gave the riddle to Oedipus, and the riddle was... What walks on all fours in the morning, on two legs in the afternoon, and on three legs in the evening? Does anyone know the answer to that? It's a man. It's a man. And it's funny that that's still true today. A a young, a baby crawls. Baby crawls. Normal people walk, and old people still use a cane. My mother has one. So people still do it today. So four legs, two legs, three legs. The monster was so upset that Oedipus had solved her riddle that she threw herself into the sea, died. And so now Oedipus has done a brave deed. He's freed the city from this monster. And so as a gift for that, he's given the widow of the guy that he just killed to marry. And of course, he didn't know it. That turned out to be his mother. Oh, no. So he marries marries her and they have four children. Now, don't get the idea he's marrying some old hag. Okay, remember girls got married at a lot younger age back then and so oh, yeah. you know she may have had oedipus as a child when she, when he, she was 13 so but and he may have only been 16 by the time this happened so you know she would still be a fairly young woman maybe 30 years old so it would yeah. be like a young guy having an affair with an older woman it wouldn't be like you know this is really weird she was a, still a very attractive woman anyway he had four children with her uh, and the only way he ever found out what happened was the city was visited by a plague, and he decided to try to find out who had killed the real king, which was his father. He didn't know it. And as he tries to search out what happened, it becomes obvious um, that 
his father had also heard a prophecy that their son would cause his death. So he put him out. He exposed him, put him out in the woods to die. But a shepherd found him and pierced his feet. Or actually, when they put him out to expose him, they pierced his feet with thongs to keep his feet together. That's where the name Oedipus came from. The name Oedipus means swollen foot because his feet were swollen. So that shepherd takes him and gives him to a shepherd from the house of Corinth because the people in the king and queen in Corinth had no children. So this other shepherd takes him to Corinth. That family adopts him and he becomes their child, but he, he really is not their child at all. And so the, the point of the whole story is the oracle is right. No matter what you do to try to overcome it, to try to get by, the oracle will be right. And no matter what Oedipus did, you know, he still uh, he still proved the oracle to be right. Uh, so it's a very interesting story. And of course, we have the story, the Oedipus complex, you know, young kids, young boys have kind of a really close love relationship with their mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go through a stage where they'd like to marry their mother, perhaps. And that's called the Oedipal stage. Oh, and, yeah. And of course, an Oedipal complex is when you get hung up on that and get you know messed up with it. Um, I'm sure philosophers went go rounds with that whole thing in terms of free will. <laughs> well, yeah. they, they probably they probably did, and and maybe that's why some of the later Greeks and Romans did not like some of these stories because they thought this just isn't how it should be. The gods should treat people. I mean, Oedipus got a bum deal, really. I mean, he, he sure didn't did. mean to, he didn't mean yeah. to do this. He did everything, and also he did everything he could to find out the answer. Even though, the, even when he found out the answer might mess him up, might prove him to be the murderer, he still did all he could to find out the answer. So, you know, you could say he didn't. And by the way, you know what he did when he found out the answer? What? He blinded himself. He took some Dude, brooches that belonged to his wife word. and stuck them in his eyes and because he said, I can't bear to look on this anymore. And then he spent the rest of his life being led around by one of his daughters. Uh, blind people didn't have a very good, uh, very good reputation. I mean, very good. They didn't get around too well back then. Anyway. Hey, so, do, I, do I remember this correctly? Because it's been way many years since I've studied anything like this. But do I remember correctly that the way Oedipus learned what he had done was through a uh, an old prophet who was yes blind? good thank you there yes there's a blind guy in this story Teresius was an old blind prophet and Oedipus asks him to come and he doesn't want to tell Oedipus the answer and Oedipus gets mad with him and threatens to you know kill him or give him problems and the prophet says you are sighted but you're not you're, you are blind even though you see and I am blind but I do see and he wouldn't tell him any more than that. He knew, but he said, you know, you are the one. You are the one that did this. Mm-hmm. And it makes Oedipus really mad, but it turns oh, out yeah. the prophet is right. Yeah, so there's a blind guy that, that did turn out to, to know something. Yeah, to. <laughs> blind people in ancient literature are either uh, sort of helpless or else they're like prophets. They know everything. Yeah. Isn't that how, though, many people are portrayed today? Just saying you're oh, either yeah. wonderful or you're either yeah, scum. You're you know, in a way, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. Uh, next week, remind me, and I'll tell you about a, a blind guy that was in the Emperor Domitian's court. I'll tell you what Juvenal says about it. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, kind of funny. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and of course, there's a very interesting Latin sentence about blind people by, uh, I don't know who wrote it, which says, Caeci ducem quadrant no sine duce erramus, which means blind people seek guides, we wander around without a guide. Meaning, you know, sighted people. <laughs> blind <laughs> people seek a guide, Ooh. we wander I'd rather wander without, without a guide. I would myself. too. I would too. <laughs> any day. I'll yeah. take my dog any day. All right, I guess we're, are we about no. out of time? I, I bet we are. Um, it's 56 minutes past the hour. Oh, okay. So you've we got, got a few, few more a seconds. Few minutes. Okay. I called uh, he, this guy. Apollo is also called Delian Apollo because he was born on Delos. He's also called Pythian Apollo because he had killed a python. And he's also called Lycian Apollo because the city of Lycia, I guess, was famous for him. In the Iliad, he's called Sminthian Apollo, which means the mouse god. Now, that's an interesting one. Calling him a mouse god seems kind of wimpy, but oh, yeah. he, had caused, he had caused a plague. What causes plagues? Rats. 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 I think even rats. back then, the people must have had an idea that rats caused plagues, and therefore the mouse god, if you're in charge of rats, you can bring about plagues. So... Oh. It's very interesting. Um, as I said, he's also the sun god, and Phoebus means brilliant or shining. The laurel was his tree, and I don't have time to tell you today why the laurel was his tree. The dolphin you and the two, crow two minutes. are his two symbols. Okay, I'm going to stop here, and next week we'll talk about why the laurel is his famous tree because that's another story that's kind of famous about Apollo. Uh, please uh, try to get the notes if you can. And if you want to write to me, I'll send them to you. Carla, I will send them to you. And Jane, I'll send them to you. Oh, goody. Thank you. And uh, Can you please send them to me too? It's yes, I will, Robin. Excuse me. Yes, I will. Excuse I will. me, Gary. Um, just to let you know, um, I believe that modern medical professionals think it's actually the fleas on the rats. Um, yes, it, yes, yes, you're, you're right. It's the fleas on the rats. But of course, even knowing it's the rats is amazing in a way when you, when you think about it. Yes, you're, you're, you're right about that, of course. Um, okay, please, uh, uh, if you can get the notes, the recordings are up. And I think Cindy sent you a note on that. And today we have a recording of today's class. So if you want it for any reason, uh, please feel free to, to do that.